Houston is all systems go! We We love our in the Veritex Community Bank Studios with John Granado and Lance Zerline. Well, you just heard that promo for Todd Callis, who joins the wheelhouse every Friday. For you younger listeners, you may not know the guy he succeeded. He In 2011, he was un- inducted into the Media Wall of Honor at Minute Maid. He was Texas Sportscaster of the Year in 2013. He's won the Fred Hartman Award. And now, this weekend, he's going into the Astros Hall of Fame Old friend of the show, Bill Brown, joining us here on ESPN 97.5 and 92.5. Bill, welcome in. How are you? Thank you, guys. Uh, this takes us way back. In fact, John, you and I go way back to the Channel 51 era. Mm-hmm. We sure do. That was a lot of fun. We had a, we had a great time. It was great working with you. Consummate pro. It doesn't get any better. You and Deshays, I thought, were uh, a great, great team. Uh, Bill, you, uh, how much you missed that? Deshays left. He went to the Cubs, and you decided in 2016 that you were you were going to be done too. Um, you still watching? You still you, you you miss it to this day? You know, I've watched more this year, and I really like the speed up rules. I think it's great for the fans. I did yeah, too. I I just I I wasn't sure I would love it, but I really do. I really like the fact that it's. Action, action, action. I do think that, you know, once we get into the postseason, I don't know if it'll have any impact on me because the the pressure of every pitch, I kind of savor that. I savor the fact that I, it's never bothered me that Astros games have gone four hours in the postseason. Um, but it's not really about just me. It's, it's about keeping more of the masses entertained. So I certainly, um, I like it. And, Bill, aren't you, as someone who's a long-term, a long-time veteran uh, of the sport, I think it's great to see baseball being very aggressive at this juncture, understanding that they're in a fork in the road in terms of, you know, moving forward and progressing with the sport. Very good point. And Lance, I agree with what you said. Um, I, I think in the playoffs, they could relax the timing of it. I think I was halfway expecting the commissioner to come out at the all-star break and say, Hey, things have gone so well. We're going to make it 20 seconds now uh, between pitches all the time, even with nobody on base. I think they could do that. It wouldn't add that much to the game. But but certainly for the playoffs, I think they can relax it. I agree with you. I think there's more drama anyway in the games, and the fans do get caught up with that, and they don't need those extra seconds uh, being shaved off between pitches. Bill Brown being inducted into the Houston Astros Hall of Fame. How do you feel about that going into this weekend? Tell us about your your, your thoughts on that. Well, as you guys know, um, for, for people who do what we do, that's, <laughs> you know, it's overwhelming because you don't consider yourself to be in that club, so to speak. Um, but it is uh, purely such an honor, and um, our whole family came in from out of state, so we're we're going to enjoy it. <laughs> you you got to give you got to give your you got your speech ready. Yeah, uh, but we don't really speak in the stadium, as you know. Um, that I remember, <laughs> I think it was the Bagwell uh, uniform retirement, and we had several people who spoke before the game and we ran over and the game was about 
12 or 15 minutes late in starting. And since that time, nobody has ever spoken on the field. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, baseball doesn't like that. Baseball ain't going for late starts on games, no. Uh, no, I think MLB may have slapped a little fine on the, on the good old home club for that one. But, you know, I understand, hey, everybody's advertised this, the time the game starts. All the broadcasts are geared for that, and I get it. Bill Brown with us here on ESPN 97.5 and 92.5. If, if I say your favorite call that you ever made for the Houston Astros, what would it be? You know, I, I, I didn't get to do a postseason, as you know, on TV. Fox comes in or whatever network and takes over. So that that uh, really disqualifies a lot of great moments. Uh, so I think, you know, I don't remember anything being that great from the final days of the 99 regular season, 04 and 05, when the Astros had to win all those games to, to get in the playoffs. So as far as the importance of the game, I thought, you know, those those games were big. Um, it probably comes down to Craig Biggio's 3,000 hit because of just the moment for the franchise. You know, that, you know, I would say Mike Fires no hitter would be one of them, but we don't really celebrate that anymore, do? We? Nope, <laughs> nope, nope, nope. That's <laughs> changed. That's changed a great deal. You know, I I have to wonder, uh, Brownie, because you 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 shut it down in six after 16, and so obviously. A lot of the the big winning took place in in seventeen and beyond. Uh, well, that's when primarily it's taking place. Do you, do, does it ever make you? Did you feel a? I don't know if emptiness is the right word. Sometimes I look at Jeff Bagwell and I wonder: Does Baggy? Does he really? Was he drawn back to the Astros because he felt like that was some unfinished business that he was watching the Astros win at this level that he wasn't able to and he wanted to be a a part of it? Is there was there ever a draw when you were watching the Astros? succeed at a level that you hadn't seen previous Astros succeed at? I loved it. I loved it as um, a guy who was in the organization, and I just thought it was great for the organization. I realized when I decided to step away, this could potentially happen, uh, and I was fine with that, and and it's been great. It's been fantastic as a fan to follow it. So, no, I you know, honestly, you know, you, you need to consider a decision like that pretty carefully, and understand there are some things I can't think of here that might happen, but yeah, that's one of them that they could win it all, and so be it. And I'm I'm just really glad it happened. Now, people have asked me why didn't you do this ten years earlier so we could have won more. <laughs> <laughs> hey, do you I, I, a game that sticks out in my head that that you would have called? Um, you know, we see we see guys like Shohei Atani doing what he does and Jordan and. Now, Dela De Cruz from the Reds. I mean, some unbelievable talents. The greatest game that I ever watched individually, I think, might have been Kerry Woods' 20-strikeout game against the Astros. It was the most dominant pitching performance I think I've ever seen, and that includes some really great Pedro Martinez games and, you know, Greg Maddox. But but can you take us back to that game when, when you knew that basically there was no chance the Astros could possibly beat Kerry Wood on that day? Yeah, in fact, uh, there was a production company that came around Houston to visit several of us who were involved, uh, oh, I don't know, two, three years ago, and I thought there was going to be a, a series on ESPN. That's what they were shooting for of all the 20 strikeout games in history. But I agree with you, Lance. And, um, you know, we, we had that perfect game pitched against us in San Francisco by Matt Kane, but the, the Wood game was, was stronger than the Kane game. I remember the, the, one of the outfielders made a great running catch. Um, in San Francisco on Kane's perfect game, but, but no, no catch was needed 
when you're striking out 20. And uh, that was just, you know, you hate to lose. You don't go into it wanting that to happen. But when you get a game that good pitched against you, you're rooting for the guy. <laughs> mm-hmm. Right. Absolutely. It's that was a just, Channel 51 game. Historic, you know. Yeah, yeah, it's historic, and, and we all love to see history made. <laughs> that that was a Channel 51 game, and I had to do the post game, and that's all we that's all we do, just throw, show those stuff. <laughs> it was it was Derek Bell looked. I mean, like he did, he wanted no part. I think he was the last strike. He was the last guy. Oh, he yeah. wanted no part. Of barely, there. barely, <laughs> barely rolled his bat at the pitch. Yeah, he uh, he he was missing pitches by a foot and a half. That yeah. was incredible. Yeah, Bill Brown with us here on ESPN 97.5 and 92.5. You can't, you know, you don't want to, you know, uh, you you can't pick one child over another, but some of your favorite players that were Astros while you were doing the broadcast, you guys spent so much time together on planes, traveling together, eating, you know, all the stuff that you guys did together. Are there a few guys that stand out for you over your years with the Astros? Great question. Uh, one of them's coming into town tonight for this weekend, Billy Doran. Um, he was just the epitome of everything I wanted to see in a baseball player. He could do everything. He was humble. He uh, you know, had that back injury that caused him to uh, leave his career a little bit earlier than I'm sure he wanted to, and I'm, I'm convinced it was from all those years of uh, pounding on artificial turf, you know, just, just – diving for balls and that's that's what he did but uh i mean you, you know when you sit back when everything is said and done you watch these guys on tv you think, man they are subjecting their bodies to an enormous amount of pain later on in life and um you, you i think you have to gain an appreciation for that no it's not football but still um it's a, it's a daily challenge for the body to play baseball and as much torque as these guys have. So to answer your question, uh, of course, of course, Baggy and Biz and, and, you know, guys like Brad Osmus and I love Terry Poole and Craig Reynolds. So I'm going back further, but, but all these names are, you know, the, the one thing I'm going to say, uh, John, they have a little press conference where we can thank people and say a few things. And, uh, I'm just going to use this quote from Tug McGraw that you might remember seeing, uh, 1980 NLCS and how great that was. And the Phillies beat the Astros and, and went on to the World Series and won that. But uh, somebody asked him after the NLCS what he thought of the series. He said, well, it was kind of like riding through an art museum on a motorcycle. You know, all these great images are flying by you, and you just don't have any time to take it all in. And that, I think you guys... You know, you you may feel that way when you get to the end of your careers too. That there's just so much there that you really kind of missed. Yep. <laughs> That's true. You yep. just didn't have a whole lot of time to reflect on. Them. <laughs> yeah, it's true, and that's why you know when you get to that point, you tell people who are younger than you, "Hey, make sure you're taking all this in and that you're appreciating all this." As a lifelong Astros fan, you know, I went through. From the 75, my first game was Negro versus Tom Seaver, my dad took me to. And I remember, I remember vividly watching a, uh, a game in 91 when Jeff Bagwell was on the team, I think, as a rookie. And, and you had, that was, I think, but that was the big game, I guess, when we had, we had just added, uh, the two pitchers in free agency, uh, 
Oh, from Pittsburgh. Yeah, Pettit, Pettit and Clemens. Yeah. 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 No, 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 not Pettit no, no, and Clemens. No, no, Drabeck and Drabeck. Drabeck and uh, Swindell, Swindell, yeah. yeah. Drabeck and Swindell. And there have been all these different, I guess, eras of Astros baseball that change. You get to one area, then then another era, and then another era. Um, what was what was an, was there an era that maybe wasn't you know as good as the others that you really appreciated? A team was really coming up, and 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 you you got excited about what was to come for you as a broadcaster. Yeah, I think it would have been when Durker took over in '97, uh, and you know, of course, in '94 they had they had a great team, but Bagwell got hurt right before the strike, so we don't know what that team would have done in the playoffs. But I think it would have been a really good team. And then '97, um, Durker started managing and ran off the string of four playoff appearances in five years. And, and I, I really thought '98 that when they traded for Randy Johnson, that was going to be the year they would finally make it to the World Series. That was an electric stretch there. And so, you know, that era was really enjoyable for me because team hadn't been to the playoffs since 86 and then finally squeaked in in 97 and then got better after that. So that, that was a great little era, I thought. Yep, that was, that, was a, that was a lot of fun. And the closer was Billy Wagner. It, it, he's really close and probably gets into the Hall of Fame next year. Yes. Did you feel like Billy was a Hall of Famer while you were broadcasting? I did. I did, and I don't see what's taken so long. You know, doggone voters who micromanage, you know, and they look at closers and, well, I used to pitch three innings. and Well, don't compare him to that. Compare him to the closers of his era when they pitched one inning, and he was dominant. And he's every reason to be in there. Every reason. Yeah. Hopefully he gets in next year. Well, you're getting into the Hall of Fame this weekend, and the family's there. That is just great stuff, Bill. You certainly deserve it. You were, like I said, the consummate pro and just great at what you do, what you did. Jim, Desha- you and Jim were great. Deshays, how many times did he crack you up during the broadcast? Oh, every night. Every night. And people used to say, well, you know, we kind of root for a game to be one-sided because that's when he gets funny. And, you know, you guys do this. You work together so well. Um, you kind of know what your partner is going to say, but then he'll surprise you. And it, it, and that's the beauty of doing what we do, the live uh, quality of being on the air. And there's just nothing like it. Uh, but he would, he would do that. And he had a switch that somehow went off in his brain that told him, Hey, people are going to be leaving us in droves. This game is ten to three now, so we're not going to do the game anymore. We're going to do Seinfeld stuff or whatever he came up with, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> whatever it was, yeah. Lance surprises me with some of the stuff he says every day. Every day, it's like that. John, right su- John, it's a weird surprising, but and yet not surprising. <laughs> some of the things that he says, I'm like, yeah, that's John. No, but I do want to thank you because uh, you know. As many of us who grew up with the Astros, and I and I appreciate this because I've heard from people who said, "Why well, I, I grew up listening to you know I was in high school and I drive to work uh, or drive to school and my my dad or mom would drive me to school and they're listening I'd listen to you and John and now I listen and now I just had a kid I mean I don't take that stuff lightly and I hope you don't either and I'm sure you understand that too Bill you've been a big part of our lives here uh, for Houstonians people who have lived here you were a big part of you know, the formative years of sports. So hopefully you appreciate that because we certainly appreciated the work you did. 
Well, thank you. And I, well, you know, one thing I want to do is, uh, you know, when I get a chance uh, tomorrow, is thank, just thank the fans for, you know, and you guys, you, you've alluded to it already for, for listening to us, for allowing us into your homes at dinner time, that kind of thing, because that means the world to us, and it really means our jobs to us. <laughs> so that's how much we appreciate that. That's great. That is good stuff, Bill Brown. Uh, very well deserved Hall of Fame induction this weekend. Uh, for your Houston Astros. Great stuff. Brownie, thanks as always. We really appreciate you. Thanks for spending time with us. Thank you, John and Lance. Have a great weekend. All right. There's Bill Brown right here on ESPN 97.5 and 92.5.